Hello, and welcome to 10 Things with T. This podcast is dedicated to discussing topics related to mental health and wellness to improve the lives of women, men, children, families, and communities. I am your host, Tiara, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker with over 18 years of experience. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. However, my goal is to provide information that will break the stigma attached to the subject of mental health to help people live healthier lives, mind, body, and spirit. Happy New Year, everyone. We made it to 2020. Can you believe it? I hope that you're well and excited about all of the possibilities that this year and decade will have to offer. It has been a while, I know, since I've posted, but I am back and committed to continuing to share content that I hope you find helpful. I have been coming along fairly well during my hiatus. Um, I've really learned the power and importance of disconnecting in order to reconnect with myself, focusing a lot of time on my own self-care and self-development. Um, one of the most important relationships that we have is the one that we have with ourselves. The type of relationship that we have with ourselves is a reflection of the types of relationships we have with others in our lives, such as our children, our family members, um, our friends, our associates, our co-workers, our spouses, and even our partners. When we are able to practice acts of self-love, healing, emotion, and emotional awareness with ourselves, we can in turn have healthier relationships with others. Also, when we are in a healthy relationship or a healthy relationship space with ourselves, we can be in a space to receive all of the positive things that we manifest in the world, you know, those goals and all those things that we desire for our lives. But also um, when we are in a better relationship with ourselves, we have a discernment to know when people or situations are toxic to our overall well-being and we're able to use good judgment to be able to make decisions to remove those things from our lives or establish better boundaries if necessary. Over the past few months, um, if I can be a little transparent, um, I've really taken a deep dive into soul care which goes a little bit deeper than, you know, your general self-care. Soul care is being um, super reflective and super self-aware about the matters of your heart and having a deeper understanding of how those things impact your daily life and how they manifest themselves in your daily life too. So, you know, even if you don't kind of like, you know, address certain things, it still show up in your life. It show up in your relationship. It shows up in your work. It shows up, you know, in all that you do. I have been having um, some really, you know, heart to heart moments with myself to truly examine and understand who I am in this season of my life. Um, And, you know, we all go through different seasons. um, And so I've been really focusing on where I am now. Um, I've had to ask and answer some hard questions, such as have I been harboring old wounds from my childhood or throughout my adulthood um, that I haven't, you know, addressed um, or I've allowed to just kind of lie there um, in my heart? Have I been nursing um, a heart um, or a spirit that has been broken in some way, but I've just, you know, what many of us do, we put a cute little bandaid on it and we keep a smile and we keep it moving. Um, I've had to look at, you know, any feelings that I may have had, you know, related to like any guilt or shame. Um, and also just, you know, looking at the whole idea of forgiving myself and others, you know, for things. Um, and again, sometimes we hold on to these things and even if our mind isn't, 
mind isn't acknowledging these things, our body in some form or way is acknowledging these things as well. And our spirit is acknowledging these things as well. And again, like I said, they do show up and they do manifest. Um, I've also had to reflect on how I'm just balancing my time and my energy and the effects um, that it takes, you know, on myself and my life and my body um, when you take on too much. And the impact that it has on my ability to be good to myself, because at the end of the day, you know, I was I'm literally burning myself out. Um, And when you are burnt out, of course, the likelihood of practicing self-love and self-care goes out the window. Um, I was very honest with myself and had to admit that my relationship with myself was pretty unhealthy um, and sometimes even borderline toxic. Um, And I needed to do something about it immediately. Um, I wasn't getting enough sleep. Um, not consistently exercising like I'm supposed to, um, stress eating and, you know, gaining weight, um, taking on too many tasks sometime, um, when I probably should have said no, even if it was something good. And I think sometimes for me, and I don't know if some of you guys can relate, you know, I'll say yes, or I'll take on things because it is something good. It's for, you know, a community or it's for the good of the people or, you know, it's for church or whatever the case may be. And it's nothing wrong with that. But again, you know, when you already have a lot that you're trying to balance different roles, you know, mom role, wife role, friend role, you know, whatever your profession is, whatever roles that you have, and then you kind of, you know, bring other things on, you know, sometimes it's not healthy, even if it is for the good of something. Um, And so I had to kind of, you know, examine that as well. Um, I wasn't fully um, leaning on my support circle as I should. Um, and in my mind, you know, sometimes I'm always thinking like, I don't want to burden other people. People already have their own stuff going on. So, you know, I don't want to burden people with, you know, what may be going on with me. Um, and I wasn't praying as I should, you know, spirituality and faith are super important to me. So I wasn't doing that consistently as well, um, which was contributing to my unhealthy relationship with myself um, from the outside. I made things look okay, which many of us are great at doing. Um, But on the inside, I was really exhausted. I was drained. And because of this, I wasn't able to show up authentically in the world and give all of me because truthfully, I didn't have 100% to give. And again, to most people around me, they didn't know of this internal war with myself. Um, I had it, you know, I had things going on um, that people just didn't know um, because every day, again, I put that smile on, I put on my superwoman cape and I just pushed through. Um, But then I had to have my own aha moment in the words of Oprah um, and I decided to truly work on my soul. Um, Our souls are often the most neglected aspects of our lives, but it's so important and deserves time and attention daily. Not every other day, not every Monday as me and a good girlfriend of mine constantly joke about like Mondays are the best days to kind of start over. No, like every day there needs to be daily attention to your soul and just being a whole person. Um, If you want to have a good relationship with yourself, if you want to have a healthy relationship with yourself so that you can in turn have healthier relationships with other people um, that you encounter on a daily basis. Um, So my 10 things that I wanted to really offer during this podcast um, is all about having a better relationship 
with yourself, um, which is why this segment is called hashtag 2020 relationship goals. Um, as many of you listening are setting goals and making resolutions for the new year, whatever you want to call. I know some people use resolutions. Some people say goals. Some people take it day by day, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, I wanted to encourage you to include soul care as a part of those goals. When your heart and mind your soul and your body and spirit are healthy, the likelihood of you reaching your goals will increase. So tip number one is have a heart to heart with yourself. And it's pretty much having the courage to explore those matters of the heart um, and look at how they are impacting all parts of your life, you know, your mind, your body, your spirit, and even, you know, the social aspects of your life um, and reflect on what's going on currently, but also things that are still lingering. Um, this is like the number one first step to being able to have and improve um, the relationship that you have with yourself. My tip number two is developing and implementing a soul care and self-care plan um, that is a regular daily practice and not just something that you have sort of like a to-do list. You know, these are things that you want to implement that, you know, just the same as you don't think about breathing. This is something you're going to, you know, just have that you're constantly doing. And for some, it's going to take some practice especially again, if you're not practiced at doing this thing regularly or daily, or sometimes you put it off depending upon your time, like, no, we want to make specific, specific time um, for these practices. Um, and it's okay to include things like, you know, massages and pedicures, which is sometimes the go-to for people. But sometimes, you know, you don't have time for that. And true self-care doesn't have to cost, you know, and true self-care is more about doing things Sometimes the most simple things that, you know, makes us who we are, you know, washing your hair or, you know, taking time to just breathe or taking time to paint your toes. You know, I have many friends and many um, some mom friends who I know sometimes they don't even have time to like paint a toenail because they're, you know, cooking dinner and they're doing the laundry and they're responding to a child. And not to say that you drop all those responsibilities, but just being very intentional about some of the simple things that can bring you joy, that can bring you peace. Um, and again, it doesn't always have to be related to something that costs or you have to like go and, you know, go and do something grand. Like when you can, you can. Of course, you want to treat yourself, but these are just daily simple things. Um, simply going to the bathroom when you need to. I have some friends and some colleagues that I've talked to um, that we sometimes realize like we'll just be going through our day, moving around, and we haven't taken the time to even go, you know, use the bathroom. Something so simple, but something that, again, we'll push to the back burner because we're, you know, in our mode, you know. So even just the smallest, small smallest things, you want to make sure that you're including in your soul care and your self-care plan. Um, and then also, you know, just taking time to check in with yourself on a daily basis. Check your pulse. Check where you are. Check your temperature. That's some of the language we use in the therapeutic world, you know. Check in and see where you are. What is going on with your heart? What is going on with your mind? Is there something that needs to be addressed immediately? Or is there something, you know, that you need to write about a journal about or talk to someone about, you know? Just don't let these things fester. You know, constant be, you know, in tune with where you are. 
and also have a plan of how to address those things. Um, again, sometimes it's just something simple, you know, that you may need to just take a breath. Then it may be some time where you may need to address a certain person or a certain situation, or you have your own come to Jesus. If you, you know, are a person of faith, um, with yourself, um, and you may have to address if you're in a situation that's causing more harm to your mental health and wellness. Um, you know, I've worked with people who have been in very toxic work environments um, that was really wearing on not only the mental health, but then also their physical health. Um, and so they had to have, you know, a sit down with themselves to say, hey, you know, I've been, you know, doing this job, you know, something that I thought I wanted to do, but it's really not serving a great purpose. Um, and, and coming up with a plan and some action and, you know, leaning on some supports even, you know, to be able to get yourself out of those situations. So that's all a part of like soul care and self-care but we don't want to separate them we want to keep them together because they're both very very important tip number three is forgiving yourself and also forgiving others um forgiveness is not only good for relationships it's also good for your mental physical and spiritual health um forgiveness is often easier said than done i know but it frees you from a major 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 burden um how many of you are listening, haven't forgiven yourself for choices you have made or things you wish you would have made um, or things that may have been done to you that were out of your control, but you kind of hold on to, you know, whatever that burden is, you know, you got to let it go. You know, how many of you listening still harbor a grudge or hate or ill will or anger against someone who has caused hurt, harm or pain to you? Um, and again, people have to remember that forgiveness isn't about letting people off the hook. It's not about not holding people accountable because we do want people to be held accountable but forgiveness is more about just letting go and releasing the mental burden that often keeps you held hostage helps you know keep your heart hostage and in bondage and your brain and just all of those things you know your freedom your your spiritual freedom hostage you know we kind of want to release that and let that go um tip number four is having an attitude of gratitude and i simply acknowledging things that you're grateful for on a daily basis um it helps to improve your mood it increases your feelings of hopeless i mean sorry it increases your feelings of feeling hopeful and it promotes resiliency and allows you to stay connected to those things and those people that are most important. And sometimes, again, it's just acknowledging the simple things, you know, just being able to wake up and, you know, look out your window and see a tree or a bird flying by or the sun or even being able to walk in the rain. You know, rain isn't always necessarily the best weather. But at the same time, just being able to wake up and go out in it, you know, some people aren't blessed with that, you know. And so, you know, just really acknowledging those small things um, can really, really help improve your mood and improve, again, how you look at life, how you look at your own life. Um, and again, helps towards you having a better relationship with yourself. Tip number five is protecting your energy. And again, that's basically staying away from toxic people, but then also toxic situations because sometimes we find ourselves in situations that maybe we should, shouldn't be in. Um, so again, just very, being very like, um, 
aware, you know, of these type of people or these type of situations and, you know, creating a plan to not be a part of those things. Um, and most often with that, um, it's all about setting and maintaining, you know, boundaries um, and examining and reexamining relationships. And also, again, your day to day life experiences, such as, again, your work environment or your church environment, even. Um, and just making sure all of these people or all these entities um, are conducive to your mental health and if it isn't again you know taking time to say and step back to say hey what do I what do I need to do in order to change the situation um and sometimes it's about removing yourself sometimes it's about setting boundaries sometimes it's about sticking to boundaries so again you just want to make sure that you're protecting that that positive energy um at all times Tip number six, saying no. Um, and I think I've said this in a couple of podcasts where we talked about like the self-care and taking care of yourself. Um, and that's just basically, you know, being unapologetic about saying no and having an understanding that it doesn't make you selfish and it doesn't make you a mean person necessarily. Granted, there are some people who are selfish and mean by nature, but um, in this case, we're just talking about, you know, people who typically say yes or typically pile their plate Um and don't exercise the word no. Um, and it's something that you do want to do. Um, it's just an opportunity to create boundaries around your time and your energy and for you to, um, and for you to, you know, really know how to use it, um, to your advantage. Like I said, you're not using it to be mean, but you are using it to protect, you know, your, yourself. You're using it to, you know, make sure that you don't overwhelm yourself. Um, and you want to be sure that you're saying yes, because you want to, and not out of guilt or feeling obligated to do so. Um, because again, sometimes there are just situations where you, you just can't, you know, you may want to, like I said, it may be a good for the good of the people, good of the church, good of the community good for your kids good for your spouse good for whomever but sometimes you know you just have to say no um and hopefully you know people will understand and if they don't that's okay too that's their responsibility not on you um but then also saying no may also you know be you know to your own self with daily tasks and expectations that you have created for yourself um and so you may say no to that pile of laundry um and say yes instead to reading that chapter of that book you've been trying to finish or you know again going back to sitting painting your nails or if people still read a newspaper or you know if there's a show you wanted to watch you know sometimes you may just need to say no and again it's not that you are um getting rid of any tasks or expectations that you have. But sometimes you do have to say no to yourself and say yes to yourself at the same time to just do something that may provide some relief or some downtime for you. Tip number seven is learning the skill of being present. Um, So it's just an opportunity to not miss out on precious moments and experiences or connections um, because, you know, oftentimes we don't get those moments back like at all. Um, you can sometimes try to recreate certain moments, but often you, once, once something has happened, it has happened. So as best as possible, we always just want to be in the moment. Um, 
and not checked out mentally. Um, Because sometimes, you know, you can be in a space physically, but your brain could be here. Your brain could be there. You could be on your phone. You could be distracted by, you know, so many things um, because life is constantly going. But, you know, when you're more conscious and cognizant about like the spaces that you're in, you know, just be there, you know, um, and all those other things can for the most part wait. Again, if it's some crazy emergency, yes, you will have to be present somewhere else. But for the most part, if it isn't a crazy emergency or for something that can wait until after that moment has passed, you know, try your best to be cognizant about staying in the moment. Um, Because again, time waits for no one. um, And we, we literally don't get those moments back. Tip number eight, lean in on your support. Um, delegate tasks and responsibilities. You know, it's okay not to be okay sometimes, um, even for the strong people out there listening. Um, and it's okay to lean on people and resources for help, um, allowing others to help or even, like I said, delegating tasks will make more time for you to practice self-love and self-care and soul care um, because you have room on your plate to make time to do so. Um, and you are you know, probably constantly there for others. Um, so allow people to be there for you. It's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's one of the greatest things that you could do for yourself. And, you know, think about, you know, your support team bigger than like your circle. So of course you may have friends, you may have family and those types of things. Um, but sometimes it may be outside um, resources that you can also connect to as well. Um like your local YMCA. And I use that as an example because um, this over the past summer, I was studying for a major test and, um, you know, I wanted to get out the house, but I didn't want to go to the library. I had my, my younger son with me and one of the greatest resources I'm a member there is that I was able to go, he was able and take him. He went to go play for about an hour and a half. And I sat in like their little quiet lounge and I was able to study, you know? Um, and so again, it wasn't the typical resource of me calling someone or calling a friend and say, Hey, can you watch the kid while I, you know, am, um, studying, you know, it was like, okay, this is a resource for me. Let me go allow him to play in the play area. And I was able to study, you know, so again, it's being creative and thinking out the box sometimes too, when it comes to what your support is, but utilize it. Um, Tip number nine, seek professional help or support. Again, soliciting help from a licensed professional may be beneficial. And again, it may be a licensed social worker like myself or a psychotherapist or a psychologist, or we have licensed um, life coaches. Um, But again, you know, these people are there. And it may be beneficial, you know, during your journey um, of self-awareness and self-love and your own personal self-development. And a licensed professional, you know, can assist you with developing a plan um, to, you know, create, you know, a life of healing, um, so that you can have, like I said, a better, you know, relationship with yourself. And so, you know, you definitely want to utilize those people. Um, again, I did a podcast a while ago, um, where I kind of talk a little bit more in depth about like, how do you go about, you know, finding a licensed professional to help support you. So feel free to go back, um, if you want a little bit more information about that.
Um, Last but not least, tip number 10 is embracing that you are enough and you are worthy. Um, And again, you deserve to be the best version of yourself. You deserve that. Before you divvy yourself out to any people, any projects that you're doing, you deserve to be the best version of yourself. Um, You deserve opportunities to connect with yourself in order to grow and heal and live your best life, you know, quote unquote, as people say. You deserve all that you manifest and you deserve all that you achieve and you deserve that all that you hope to achieve. Um, You are enough and you are worth reconnecting with yourself so that you can be your best self. Like if you don't remember anything else, just remember that because sometimes, you know, it can get lost, you know. Again, with day-to-day life, with different experiences, you know, sometimes you may question yourself. And, you know, this is of people who, you know, I talk to who in my eyes and in in the eyes of most people that, you know, see them, you know, it's like they're doing their thing and they're achieving these goals and they're making all these power moves. But yet sometimes even they are still questioning themselves. They're questioning their worth. And we have to always, always do affirmations through, you know, all types of positive positive thoughts and thinking, um, remind ourselves that we are worthy. We are worthy. We are worth, we are worth the time and energy that it takes to be healthy to ourselves, to love ourselves. Um, again, and when we're able to be in that space, when we're able to do that, we're able to be authentic. We're able to give to others. We're able to heal and help the world, um, because we've first done the work within ourselves. And that's what's most important. Um, With that, guys, um, that brings my list to a close. I wish you peace and love um, as you embark on your new journey, your new chapter, your new season, this new decade. Um, I just wish you all the best. Um, I hope that you found this podcast to be helpful. Please share this podcast with others who may, you know, find the information useful feel free to connect with me. Um, you can follow me at Tiara, that's T-I-E-R-R-A underscore Simone, S-I-M-O-N-E on Instagram. As always, love more, live more, laugh more. See you the next time, guys.